Well, it looks like we're live. What well, I was going to say was that, did the intro stall out for you too? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Welcome to Sun's oh, Planet, geez. people. Yeah, I apologize about that, folks. Uh, usually, our, our host with the most, uh, Keith uh, Sunders Dunks, is uh, locked in, live-wired into the internet, so we are doing this the old-fashioned Wi-Fi way uh, this morning. Apologize for the disruptions, and uh, Hamlet and I will try and hold it down for you. But there's Hell a yeah. lot of work that goes into the background that people might not know about <laughs> these podcasts. So, so stick with us, stay engaged uh, throughout the show because uh, we're going to rely on you guys just as much as you're going to rely on us for some Suns content this weekend. Help um, us for, yeah. help you. Hey, there you boom. <laughs> um, but uh, we will be starting the show off on a little bit of a somber note. Uh, for those of you who uh, have not already heard, uh, Dave King, uh, Suns legend in uh, podcasting uh, and Suns journalism, uh, passed away this week. Uh, Dave King was a friend of mine. I'd met with him a few times, and I had actually been kind of a guest pod uh, podcast host on the original uh, Sun Solar panel. Uh, that's actually... What helped spark the idea of uh, the shirt that I'm wearing, the Dave King is my son's daddy shirt, uh, as me and Brandon uh, uh, of Zona Hoops uh, uh, for, on Twitter, uh, who I believe is now locked on sons, um, they used to joke that uh, uh, the two of us kind of look like younger versions of Dave because uh, we all had the uh, five o'clock shadow and the short kind of spiked up hair. Um, so Dave King, you know, for, for those of you who might not know, uh, was instrumental in making Bright Side of the Sun the the go-to Phoenix Suns blog. I mean, I'll just be honest. that There's a lot of other Valley of the Suns. There's a lot of other Suns content out there. Of course, local media as well. But, um, you know, for myself, growing up in the Midwest, um, there's two people that helped me feel a part of the franchise uh, a little bit more so than, um, than others. And uh, that would be Al McCoy. Uh, also Suns legend and originally from Iowa. But, uh, you know, with the the kind of advent of internet radio, when I was in college, I could listen to every single Suns game and listen to Al McCoy's Golden Pipes talk about the game. Uh, and that's, you know, so <clears throat> for those of you who might not know, um, a lot of sports television is regional in the States. Um, and so... For example, if the Bulls weren't playing or the Timberwolves weren't playing, the Suns, likelihood is they weren't going to be on locally for me. So the only time I'd see them is if they made the national, uh, you know, TNT, 
ESPN, that kind of stuff, which did happen with the seven seconds or less suns because they were ratings getters. Um, but, you know, for those random games against the Orlando Magic or something, I tuned into Al McCoy. Well, Dave King was that next level uh, for me. Dave King wrote what we wanted to learn about the Suns. He asked the right questions, and he created thousands and thousands of articles and content. He was there through the decade of despair uh, for the Suns fans. Um, he uh, he had some health problems, I guess, uh, and he really wanted to keep it close to, the, to his vest. That's why many of us were all kind of caught off guard. Um, but he did pass away um, from brain cancer. <clears throat> uh to start this week off so um you know it's we're going to continue on with the show because that's actually what dave wanted everyone to do he didn't want people making a huge deal uh in terms of you know uh not not talking about the sun's team that he loves so much as well um and uh just wanted to let you guys all know uh a little bit about the man that i know and uh, like i said working with him was great uh, he was a fun guy. I remember grabbing beer at Marley's bar across from the arena after um, a game once I went to a couple of years ago. He was just a overall nice guy, passionate about the Suns fan base. And again, he created a way <clears throat> for Suns fans outside of Arizona to connect with the franchise, to connect with additional fans. That was something that was <clears throat> it's it's amazing to think about now. That was rare. 10, 12 years ago. It doesn't feel like that long ago, but you had to create a Facebook group and hope people found you. <laughs> you had to, if you were a fan of a different team anywhere in the world, you just, you went, you went on a hunt and Dave made it a lot easier for the Suns fans to all meet up and connect together. Uh, so for that, Dave, uh, we thank you. We appreciate your work. Um, we're actually going to be updating the, uh, the Suns, uh, uh, or the, uh, the, I guess what you call it, the description line to this episode, um, because we want you guys to check out um, Bright Side of the Sun Night. Uh, Bright Side of the Sun, uh, um, yeah, the Bright Side Night, excuse me. No, Bright, Side Night. Bright yeah. Side Night. You, you got it, man. You got it. <clears throat> yeah, it's actually my personal favorite charity, um, although I did miss it this year. I feel so embarrassed, but I had donated the last several years in a row. Um, <clears throat> uh, for those of you who haven't checked it out, Bright Side Night. Uh, and anyone can donate to this. It's it's money that was going to help underprivileged kids uh, in, in Arizona go see a Suns game. And what's one of the biggest complaints we have as Suns fans? Well, why aren't more people paying attention to the Suns? Well, where's the fandom to back that up? And what, a, what <clears throat> better way than to take somebody who might not get to go see some of these stars, these Devin Bookers, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beals, uh, you know, Grayson Allen making almost 50% of his threes, um and see them live and in person dave has set that up the sons embraced it and have continued to run with it um <clears throat> and uh john voida has announced on sun jam that they're going to be renaming it uh, dave king Brightside night because <clears throat> that was really his baby so um uh actually uh hamo i'm gonna ask if you could uh grab that link uh while we talk today and throw that into the chat for Brightside. Brightside. Actually, you know what? I got it. I've already got it pulled up. So I'll pull that up and I'll drop that in the chat just for you guys again to take a look at. You know, I usually can't make the specific games. And, and if you contribute this year, it'll be going into next year's pot. But 
This also went to help uh, um, medical staff um, during COVID to go see a game just to have a break. Uh, and so I really uh, ask that you guys check it out. There is ways that you can donate without ha- like I think it's you can donate it up to roughly a hundred dollars. And then if you donate more then you personally get a ticket. Well, I, like I said, I was never able to make a lot of the games, but I still wanted to donate to allow a lot of other Suns fans to fill the stands, make some noise. Uh, and so I'll be dropping that off. Um, but <clears throat> while I go look for the link, Hamo, um, you worked with them a little bit uh, through Aussie Suns fans and uh, kind of connected with them and followed them for a while. Do you want to talk about Dave as well? Yeah, look, um, I, I put it up on Twitter and uh, or X, whatever, whatever we want to call it nowadays. Um, and Facebook. I didn't know Dave as well as uh, some of the other gentlemen and uh, ladies in the Suns community. Um, what Dave, what Dave did for the Aussies, um, you know, he, he, he was good friends with our our guy Nate. Um, yeah, he he gave us a, a, an intro clip. Um, hey, it's Dave King from Brightside and the Solar Panel. Check out the Aussies kind of thing. Um, number one, he didn't have to, but he did. Number two, he blessed us here at Sun's Planet with his old time slot. Um, and just gave us here at Sun's Planet his blessing. Um on top of that, when we when we podcasted with Dave King, I think it was our second episode here on on Sun's Planet. Might have been the third. Ah, um, oh, what it was about talking to him, man! But he lit something within me, and I I I wanted to write again. Was that when he statted and, you and Dave <laughs> statted me? Stat me, Daddy Dave. <laughs> um, I know he he, he lit something within me again man ignited something and i wrote a small piece about what it's like to be a a sons fan in australia and i sent it to him basically just to see if he thought i had anything good (laughs) you know like if 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 i could do this and yeah okay he he edited it hell yeah he did and then he asked if i wanted to go on bright side and i was just in shock this guy he he instilled the confidence in myself that um i can do that i can write i can um convey my messages through words uh a lot better than i can talking and um for me that was that was huge personally that was huge but what what um what Dave did for the Suns community is just was it but twenty three thousand or twenty three hundred people sent to games? Yeah, it's 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 an annually incredible yeah. annually. You know, I, I knew something was up. I could see a couple of cryptic posts when it all mm. happened when it all went down on Twitter. I knew something was up, and. Um, a lot of people didn't want to didn't want to say anything, which is f- fine. It's totally understandable, um, but you knew something was wrong, 
and uh, to lose someone like Dave, man, uh, he's he, he's one of those uh, people you, you you just thought would always be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, to his his beautiful family. Um, uh, <clears throat> sorry, um, to his beautiful family. We will um, we will try to try our best to continue to um, share his legacy and make sure that everything he has done. Uh, won't go unnoticed. Well said, absolutely. No, it's just sorry. You know, man. we're 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 definitely one of the the newer podcasts on the block. Uh, we, I specifically chose uh, the Saturday morning uh, block, uh, kind of in honor of Sun Solar Panel. I know a lot of us. Uh, that was one of our first Suns podcasts. Um, you know, where it was Espo, Tim Tompkins, and Dave King, uh, and then I believe uh, uh, Saul joined at one point as well Saul Bookman and, and uh, Tim ended up kind of retiring putting his uh, his mic uh, retiring his mic for a bit and uh, and then Saul and uh, Espo obviously are on PHNX um, and uh, and Dave continued to write for Brightside and then turned that actually over to John Voida of Suns Jam um, so he's just, doing uh, an know, incredible job too shout out Voida. yeah absolutely and so it's just you know when you look at it to me it's it's Dave King is the you know, I don't know, uh, Coach Belichick. You know, it, it, you hear about in the NFL, right, a lot coaching trees. You know, oh, this guy worked under this guy, so he's probably going to be good. And, and, you know, the branch, how far it goes. Uh, a lot of the branches came out from the Dave King experience of podcasting, Suns journalism, Suns fandom. Uh, so uh, we're going to miss you a lot, Dave. Um, we appreciate what you created. And uh, in your honor, we're going to try and continue it as best we can. So uh, on that note, you know, uh, if, uh, wherever you're at in the world, please raise your cup of coffee or, uh, you know, your beer, your uh, whatever you got next to you. And uh, It's 4 a.m. or 4.30 a.m. in Australia. But, um, yeah, this, this is going to be tough, man. So I've got a beer. Yeah. So um, right. to, to the memory of David King. Hey, cheers to that. All right, I know we got to talk about the Suns, and uh, and well, Suns fans, they didn't give us the greatest week at two and two. But let's go ahead and start breaking it down, Uh, Hamo. I'm going to actually reverse the uh, the order that we had in our show notes originally. Let's start back with what was happening Sunday uh, against the Orlando Magic. You and I called this game trap game. Orlando's got a lot of young, hungry players. Many of them, I would say, are not top tier yet. That's probably where they are. Why they are where they are at. Um, but they do have a lot of guys still with a lot of potential. Suns dropped that one 98 to 113. Rough loss uh, in the end, really, to kind of get away from them. Uh, what would you see in that game? That shouldn't have happened. <laughs> it just Even though have we happened. called it, it shouldn't have happened. You That's know, true. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah, we said, yeah, okay. But it shouldn't have happened, man. Like, we're just over halfway through the season, and silly games like that shouldn't happen. But we're seeing it all too often at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, look, they, they've got an extremely young, hungry team there uh, in Orlando. Paulo Bancaro made the all-star team yeah, in the East. You know, you, you've got 
I know he's not the greatest player, but I just I don't know why, man. Maybe because he's a Tar Heel. I just love Cole Anthony too. I don't know why, man. I just I just do. Um, <laughs> well, he did have ten minutes in that game, scored five points, but yeah, and, and he probably was, had uh, fourteen, what, slam 14 contest, turnovers though. as well. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, look, it's just <sighs> no. He played a clean game. That's actually why. That's probably why we lost so much. <laughs> No, nah, look, that just shouldn't happen, man. It just, yeah. I don't. Well, you know what it was weird was, teething issues, dude. We had a little bit of a, uh, you know, we're on a road trip, and uh, thank goodness it's finally come to an end. Uh, it wasn't overall all bad, uh, of course, and, and it was competitive. But you know, I think Hamo, as you're getting at, um, there's games that you can't sleep on, and it's really just about every game that you play in the NBA, but. You know, if you're going to sleep on a very talented team and let them blow you out, maybe at the end of a long road trip, I get that. Uh, it's the teams that maybe are kind of that mediocre, up and coming, still prone to a lot of mistakes, or the really, really bad ones, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about here in a moment, that you don't want to sleep on. You still got to get up enough energy to just put them away early. Uh, in that game, as I mentioned, Paulo Bancaro uh, for the Magic had a good game. Uh, 26 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. That guy's fun to watch. I will admit that. Um, but uh, on, on our end, Kevin Durant, 15 points. Uh, unusual. 7 turnovers for Kevin Durant uh, in that Magic game. Bradley Beal, 9 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Devin Booker, trying to carry the team to a victory, 44 points, four rebounds, three assists, but also four turnovers, more turnovers than assists. Um, and, you know, we just weren't seeing a lot of help from the bench. Uh, let's go and move us uh, past that game, though, because we did pick up a very quality win against a very quality team, uh, the Miami Heat. Uh, Suns knocked them off the very next night on Monday, uh, USA time for- for the Aussies, uh, Monday, uh, 118 to 105. Uh, what were your thoughts on the the comeback against the uh, well, the bounce back game uh, win against the Heat? That was awesome. That was really thank cool. you. Uh- <laughs> I um I, I got I actually I got the day off. Um, I, I, I got a RDO as we call it in Australia. I don't know if you call it that in the states. Rostered day off. Walked into the boss man and said, "But hey, boss man, day off." He said, "Yes." So I got to sit at home and watch the. Uh, I, I believe in the United the States we say all that, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I'm, I got something in the throat. Oh, we do have sick leave. Okay, you no, no, I got, I got sickies. I used one of them a uh, couple of days later. But yeah, um, no, it was really good, man. It was good. I got to sit at home. Um, Got to chat with um, one of our good friends, one of our super fans, um, one of our planeteers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Got to spend a day chatting with uh, Justin Ingram, so that was really cool. Uh, but no, the, the Miami game was awesome, dude. Like, uh, we needed that. We needed that as a team. We needed that as um, as a fan base as well. So it, 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 it was very, very good, man. Um, everything looked sweet. Everything looked really good. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't really fold anything from that game. The only thing that scared me a little bit, and, uh, and Suns fans know this only all too well now. That fourth quarter, we ended up winning the game by thirteen points. The, uh, we were up twenty six. 
Um, so I'm sure all of us had to tighten up, you know, where, uh, <laughs> as we started seeing that lead come down. Um, but you know, uh, we, we kept the team in check, uh, the heat, you know, scary Terry, uh, the new, uh, you know, acquisition f- for the heat from the Hornets, Terry Rozier only had 21 points, Jimmy Butler Hardly. 26. Uh, yeah, well, I'll say this, the Suns might've looked their most balanced scoring wise since we've seen the big three, Devin Booker, yeah. 22 points, Kevin Durant, 20 points, Bradley Beal, 19 points. All three had seven assists. I think that's kind of what we were imagining. Maybe a couple more buckets for all three uh, with the big three was just constantly feeding each other and just getting the most efficient shots they can possibly get. Uh, it wasn't the most efficient night for Bradley Beal. He's start, trying to kind of figure things out while wearing, uh, you know, the, uh, oh, the Bradmobile mask. Is really hurting him, isn't it? Well, it's hurting him, and, and I'll tell you what, in the Hawks game, I did see uh, they came down and swiped his face again, <laughs> just had to go and get it stuffed up again. And I can only imagine what it's like, hey, man, I just broke my nose. Can you just – it's a regular season game. Can you try it? Like, if I'm bleeding, ref, that means he hit me. Like, it's one of those classic deals where it, call the foul, you know what just happened. Uh, it's frustrating to see. If, but like I said, if that, it was a win overall. If that was me, man, and I already had a busted face and someone hit me, god damn, I'd be throwing hands. Like oh, the, yeah. the resolve on this um, gentleman. Well, you got to keep in <laughs> mind, and I know you used to uh, be the bouncer until I took your job in the boom room, uh, Hamo, but um, Bradley Beal is a little bit smaller than guys like Clint Capella. He might be just sitting there thinking, you know what? He's I'm buff, though. set with you. He's buff. He's buff. He's a buff. He's a buff, shorter guy for the league. That's he's, for sure. He's got if he's you close. if you look at Bradley Beal, man, he's got some like well, that's why he's able to shoulders yeah. and you know that's he's why able he to guard Zion to the rim and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the game against uh, some of our former beloved Suns players, the Twins, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges. We went to Brooklyn, uh, a return to Brooklyn for Kevin Durant, and yes, there was a lot of <laughs> uh, three. Can't can't show a gun in the NBA, but you can you can you can gesture as if you're in an old western. And uh, so, uh, Devin Booker draining a three over McHale and throwing up his own signal uh, right back to him. Suns won this one, one thirty six to one twenty. Uh, any quick thoughts on that game? That was awesome. <laughs> That was that was wicked, I'm, man. I'm, I wish we had another win to come up so you can just be like, "It's awesome." Uh, again, oh, no, nah, just like. <laughs> I, I didn't understand at first because the when it was live, when Book, you know, for those listening, I'm doing what Book did. He's he's pointing at Mikhail and shaking his head. and um, He's doing the Mikhail Bridges three-point celebration. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the, the live stream didn't show Mikhail's reaction. It kind of looked right, like that was a bummer. absolutely yeah. shitty. And I know we're a little bit PG here, and I'm sorry to swear, but... He he just looked absolutely shitty, mm. but when you when you've now seen the other replays of it and stuff, they're laughing, they're having a good time, man. It was, oh, yeah, you know, it was all in jest, it was all in fun. Um, I, I think it would be difficult for for those guys to meaningfully upset each other like that. I oh, mean, yeah. they're both competitors, so no, I, yeah. I think they took it the right way. Um, taking a look at some of the numbers from that game, bit of a bounce back for Kevin Durant. I mean, hey, he likes Brooklyn, right? 33 points, 8 assists, uh, 5 rebounds. Yusuf Nurkic, though, 28 points, 11 rebounds. He was a man among boys uh, against uh, Speedy Claxton, uh, who 
really wants to be defensive player of the year, but if that's how you're going to guard bigger guys like Nurkic, it's not going to happen very easily. Uh, Devin Booker chipped in 22. Eric Gordon finally putting the ball back in the basket. We're getting 17 points, five of nine from three. Uh, great to see uh, Bradley Beal had a little bit of a hiccup that game, uh, 12 points, five assists, and he had to step out for a bit when he got his nose smacked. But, um, hey, Cam Johnson, uh, Mikhail Bridges, we salute you both. Bridges with 21, Cam with 18, and we don't care about the rest of that team. Uh, so moving on to last night's game, an unfortunate game because this was arguably the, yeah, I think it was the worst team that we played this week. And they got one over on us, Hamo, 129 to 120. Uh, Hawks win. Um, it just seemed like there, there was – did you see the Eric Gordon three? Now it's not a three, and they took the basket away. I mean, that really changed up. Uh, I, obviously, you don't want to be behind, and so you can't blame blame that, right? But at the same time, the difference of being down four versus seven with a couple minutes left is is huge. Ah, uh, look, I kind of wish I was on the Aussie podcast right now so I could use Don't curse. No, you can't do it. Perverlives. Um <laughs> What the Daffy Duck? There you go. <laughs> what, I was going to say, there's what? kids that watch this show. Oh, Like course. the Brits. Like me. <laughs> That's right. Hey, guys in the chat. Hey, Maddie. How you doing, brother? Hey, Charles. Um, look, that... I. Really? That that was just the dumbest. It's one of the moments when you sit back and just go like, uh-huh. yeah, the league doesn't want us to win. You thought it, okay, that was, yeah. I mean, uh, to me it was, you got to stop certain guys, and we, and we just couldn't. Um, Trey Young, 32 points, 15 assists. Um, He's insane, dude. DeJounte Murray, uh, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm a big fan of this guy, Jalen Johnson, uh, playing forward out there for the Hawks. He's a quality player. Um, Definitely. Clint Capella, 11 and 10. Uh, I mean, he had a, a, a big offensive rebound towards the end that prevented any comeback. Bogdan Bogdanovich. the season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bogey out be there. Us. The former, what, Suns draftee that we – gave his rights away to to the kings and he ended up becoming a great player uh had 23 points he was eight for 12 uh sons kevin durant 35 points uh eight rebounds eight assists four turnovers uh so he was doing a uh, big man work uh, booker 24 points but you know that's where it starts to tail off beal 14 points uh he did have 10 assists nurkic 14 points very efficient nine rebounds but you know the bench the leading scorer off the bench had six points. Um, it was just a rough, rough game overall. Uh, so let's get into whichever drop pops up first on this. All right. And sorry about that plan of tears. But um, uh, so when you go into this room, uh, you can label it, but we obviously wanted to start closer to on time, and we are already late getting the show on the road. So I don't have anything labeled. So, so it's it's gonna be a bit of a it's gonna be like a little Mikhail Bridges uh, three point shot in your face uh, as I randomly hit drops uh, throughout the show. So Sunwalker of the week, 
Hamo, who you got? My man, Kevin Wayne Durant. Oh, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to take that back. Joseph Nurkic. Oh, okay. Big nerd. Okay. He he just absolutely impressed me, especially uh, yesterday. Um, just trying to get the time difference right. In the last game, I don't, I can't remember Against the Capella? time difference right now. Just just in general, man, he was everywhere. He was doing big boy things. He was he was defending. He was scoring. He was everything that we wished DeAndre Ayton was. Okay. And I just watching him in the last game, just going like, "Yes, that's how you do it. That's what DeAndre should have done. That is the Bosnian beast." Flush, savage, slam dunk, rebound with the sound of this welcome funk. Bosnian beast. The Bosnian oh, sorry, beast. I, I was grooving. Sorry. Can no, you, that's can great. You play that again. So take <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll keep the show on the road for now. But yeah, let's take a quick look. So he did not play. It looks like yeah, he did not play in the Orlando game. But uh, throughout the week, uh, six points, eight rebounds in against Miami. Uh, his big boy game came against Brooklyn, where again he just Claxton is just a beanpole out there, one heck of a leaper. But uh, Nurkic realized, hey, I got I think like sixty pounds on this guy. Let's use it. Um, and that led to uh, 28 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. Uh, did have six turnovers, but, you know, hey, there you go. And then against Didn't last night it. against Capella, 14 and nine with three assists. So the Bosnian beast had a week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, I, for I, me, I, I, I don't know. I'll just eat. Ah. You like you like what he's he's vibing with this week. Ah, hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah, you know it. Well, because and we've talked about this a little bit before. You know, there was a concern initially when we thought, oh, let's do a Sunwalker of the week. And it was like, aren't the big three just going to steal it every time? And it's like, no, not every time because sometimes you like you don't expect Nurkic to lead the team in scoring on any given night. But he, if he's doing his job and doing it very well, that's worth calling out. For me, no, though, I was expecting Shemezi Metu to show up. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit of a different route here and Please. go with one man named Armani. That I took wet like on book. And book brings the boom. Ooh, baby. Let's take a look at this stat line again. And against Orlando Magic, 44 points, uh, four rebounds, three assists. Miami game, 22, eight, and seven. Uh, and the Brooklyn game, 22-3-8. And, uh, and in the uh, Atlanta game, 24-6-4. Do you think he was upset that he was not voted in with the All-Stars and he just, you know, uh, what's the uh, Michael Jordan uh, gif? And I took that personally. I took that personally. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> just yes. You know, this, this is why, God, there, there's a baseball movie. Uh, I forget what it is, but like the play-by-play -play guy goes into a ton of stuff, and he's like thoughts. And the guy goes, "Absolutely." He goes, "Thanks, Bob." So <laughs> that lets us more. I appreciate it, Hamo. That keeps us on time, on schedule. Keep the trains no, running. That, that's just simple answer. I mean, yes, Book no. took that personally, and he just—he's he's been having yeah. His low over the last several games was 16 points. He, that was against the Chicago Bulls. 
uh, and, uh, and then he's 16 again against the, the Kings. Otherwise, in the 20s, he's he's done uh, 62, 46, 52. I mean, the guy. If you start, do you play NBA 2K Hamo? Are you a 2Ker? Uh, only I don't play online because uh, the oh, online I don't game much community either, yeah. is toxic. Yes, and seriously, well, that, and they really ruined the to... my career. I yes. think this year. Yeah, yeah. It was just like instead um, of like, oh, make me believe in this character. It's like, ah, you're an NBA guy, and you're supposed to be the next Jordan. Welcome. <laughs> Would you like to start yeah. buying new T-shirts yet? Uh, no, but I will say this: playing with Booker, I do a lot of franchise mode type stuff. My eras, I believe, is what they refer to it now. They finally made Book fun to play with because they let you get to the basket with him. They let you shoot threes fluidly with him. They let you shoot mid-range shots with him fluidly. Got to say, he's a lot of fun. And they finally found a way to uh, put the real Devin Booker in the game because Booker has been going off. But not everything can be great. There are some bad things, and we must discuss. Black won't you come wash away the rain? That was for everyone else out there that's still listening at this point. Appreciate oh, no, I you love again. Chris Cornell, man. It, oh god, you, about you know tragedies. the '90s was the gravel voice, man. That that they learned uh, how to market the heck out Bell of that. Jam. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Well, that was. Uh, I've been. There's a Instagram guy that's been creating some great viral content <laughs> of like <laughs> all those guys. <laughs> yeah. If all those guys met in a room, Sandler when he does Eddie Vedder, I oh yes, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got I got to share this guy on Instagram. He 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 created a concept. All these '90s rockers had to meet in a room together uh, and discuss their new upcoming songs, and of course, nobody can understand what they're saying, um, but. Uh, you know, it went well. Did I just freeze up or did you? Is that me? No, it was me. Did I freeze perfectly there? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Well, We're either good. way, uh, at, at the end at the end of their little segment, they all give a, a man well where they're... <laughs> so either way, we don't have to keep touching on classic 90s rock. We need to talk about the Black Hole Creed. Sun. Who was Creed. letting you down this week, Hamo? Creed? Well, with, uh, uh, who was letting you down? With arms wide open. I wish I had arms wide open. Um, Stop it. Pick a player. in general. <laughs> oh, so so your, um, your whole black hole son is the the man named known as defense? I'm, just, I'm trying to pinpoint it on one person. You make it really but, difficult to me to put this in spreadsheets and look at later. Yeah, I know. Um, there we go. We got... We got one guy that says, hey, that, that sounds pretty good riding in my car. All right, tell you what, picking up the ladies <laughs> in my Mercedes. Ooh. Um, look, I'm just going to go with um, EJ didn't have a great week. He, okay. he muffed up quite a few times, wasn't hitting some shots and stuff. He's the person in my mind right now that uh, didn't do the best. Okay. Well, let's take a look at uh, one Mr. Eric Gordon. He did get to play in all four games this week, starting off against the uh, the Magic. Uh, he had nine points on four of five, 
Uh, in Miami, 23 points on 8 of 17. He also added uh, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Against Brooklyn, 17 points, 4 assists. And against Atlanta, six points, three rebounds. Hamo, you pick strange black hole suns. I'm going to give the man his drop anyway. I think this is really what you were here for anyway. Based on a book by J.R.R. Tolkien, a new movie from Peter Jackson. Eric Gordon starring as Samwise Gamgee and Frank Vogel starring as Frodo Baggins, The Lord of the Rings. I can't carry it for you. But I can't carry you. Come on. And I thought <laughs> he was doing his part this week. Just priceless. <laughs> I still, if, if you have not seen that video content yet, Suns fans, I ask that you get on, take a look at the perfect image that our boy uh, Josh uh, put in there of uh, Frank Vogel just looking uh oh, just so like lost in the wilderness would be genius. the way to describe it um you know and uh it, it worked very well i have very strange ideas for drops sometimes and i appreciate josh working with me we've got a couple new ones coming up and actually perhaps perfect timing and we'll see if we can roll it into it but uh we did lose uh carl weathers uh, the actor uh, uh, recently uh, known for, as for such great roles as apollo creed uh, and he was also uh, dylan in the movie Predator, and we might be looking Real to create of a, uh, a, a drop utilizing, uh, well, one of the Suns players coming up. We'll have to see uh, what we can do with that. But my Black Hole Sun is going to surprise you, Hamo, because you is it me? almost went the other way on this. So let's take a look. All right, it is one, uh, Mr. Kevin Durant, Easy Money Sniper. Just quickly. uh, Yes. Suns Jam Session are king of the drops. Oh, I'll tell you what, I believe ours are more dance worthy. (laughs) They're a lot more. I agree with that. Yeah. I I think they've got Nurkalicious. But, you know, that's, you know, that's Fergalicious. Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) Fergalicious. No. Uh, So, as we talked about, um, it's a little bit like you giving. you know, the son Walker to Yusuf Nurkic was not a big stat week for him. In fact, he even uh, didn't even play in one game, but uh, you, you found the vibes. He was doing his role right. Uh, Kevin Durant, I mean, if it initially hearing, wow, he just gave the son, uh, black hole son to Kevin Durant. The man had 15 points in Orlando, 20 points in Miami, 33 in Brooklyn, and 35 in Atlanta. What are you doing, Jake? Uh, it's my big concern, and not just fourth quarter meltdowns, but he had seven turnovers in Orlando, one in Miami, three in Brooklyn, four in Atlanta. KD, man, stop letting the ball go out. And and that, that's this what is, it is this is something. This is why so many of us were talking earlier in the season. It kind of went away for a bit. That we need another ball handler out there um, because. Booker and Beal and Durant were having a hard time being primary offense initiators. Um, It's been cleaned up, but this week we saw a little bit of flashes of, you know, trouble again. So it'll be interesting. I'm still hoping for something else to change, but that is the recap of the week on the Sunswalker Black Hole Sun. 
we're heading into Q3, ladies and gentlemen, third quarter of the show. News and can, trades. Can I just? Sorry, Jake. I just want to jump in there. Um, Do it. I get, Make it I'll get, I'll get pulled up on Twitter and Facebook quite a lot for being uh, quote unquote an idiot. Uh, when it comes to these kind of things, guys, I don't look at stats. I don't look at numbers. I just uh, I go with the old eye test. You know what I mean? So when I say like mm-hmm. EG wasn't good, it's just what I've seen. It's not numbers. You know, if KD wasn't having a great game, same thing. It's just the eye test. It's not numbers. So, yeah. Well, and don't, yeah, I'll, don't hate I'll, I'll shout out Charles because Charles uh, backs me up on this. EG was decent. You know, he's not a black hole son. He didn't think uh, Hamo, but he thinks James Jones is because he wants to get a deal done. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, he's not a black hole son, Charles. Uh, I'm going to say James Jones, you know, he's got the total eclipse of my heart. Uh, you know, a little, a little solar eclipse right now, you know, because it's, it's you know, the deadline's approaching. It's it's uh, it's it's something we're looking forward to. He's he's not a black hole son, you know, he's he's, he's still got time to get it done. It's a, it's all yeah, a good totally. Time. Yeah. James and Jones then, has been, other than Matt Ishbia, James Jones has been the greatest thing to happen to this team in the last 10 years. Changed my mind. Devin Booker. <laughs> that's that's one for the YouTube. Yes, I like no. That's no, look, the fallen one has taken Hamlet down a bit. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Book was doing. Book was there before James Jones. He said in the last ten years, he's the best thing yeah. in the last ten years. Yeah, book was book was there before James Jones. Did not. The advent of James Jones coming in, elevate book. I think Are you going to try and wordsmith this into saying that James Jones and Matt Ishbia are more important to the Suns than Devin Booker? Matt Ishbia is an absolute over the last angel. ten years. Over the last ten years, yeah. Look, book was doing book things, but when James Jones come in, it really just so hard not to sweat. He he just turned everything around. I trapped you in the corner. I'm, I'm sorry. You can I'm... just admit that James Jones is a fantastic general manager, and uh, but maybe we don't have to say second greatest thing to happen in the last ten years. Uh, I think that's just. I a agree. Bit okay. <laughs> okay. See, I'll let you out of the corner. I said so. I was going to let you Thank out. You, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's oh, talk about so hard not to swear, Devin man. Booker being an all-star, though. Uh, player of the week and all-star. Um, and uh, so he made it, Hamo. He's in. He got the all-star appearance. He was named a reserve. He's still not quite happy about it. That's why he's still pouring on points on everyone's head. Uh, but uh, thoughts on uh, D-Book uh, getting you know the recognition? Once again, this would be a lovely time time that I could swear. Um, I just don't understand what what why the NBA fans sleep on this guy. It, it, you know, Jalen Brunson's out there getting MVP chance, and no one's recognizing what Book's doing. Like, come on, oh, man. Well, oh, you know exactly what this is. New York is still the most populated city uh, and media market in the country. Uh, and so okay. your best player, they're going to back him up. And and Jalen has been doing great stuff 
with Julius Randle on the shelf. So, uh, you know, and he's a good player. I wouldn't say great. I think he, uh, Julius is a little overrated, but uh, no, I, I can see that. I, let me ask you a, a, a question, though. Let's let's uh, rate. Um, question me, Jake. Yeah, let me let me question question me, Daddy. Um, no, okay. Trey Young likes to play the villain in the Eastern Conference. He, uh, you know, people are getting cold uh, trying to guard him, and uh, and he showed us that last night. Is Devin Booker the villain of the Western Conference? Not not does he play like Trey Young, or you know, because we already know Devin actually plays defense, and I think Trey tries, but he's just so gosh darn small. Um, but is Devin Booker viewed as the same type of character in the NBA story as a Trey Young is? Yeah, honestly, I'm starting to think that um, non-Phoenix Suns people, non-Phoenix Suns fans, um, view him like Dylan Brooks. I've I, I got a mate, very good mate of mine, friend, Americans. Um, absolute diehard Knicks fan, and he absolutely hates Devin Zucker, as he calls him. And he took like, his mom. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Probably right. Um, no, look, it, it's just it's perspective. Yeah, you, know, mm -hmm. you, you see blokes like Dylan Brooks out there doing all this. Jazz, you see blokes out there like Draymond Green. To Warriors fans, Draymond Green might be the best thing ever. To mm -hmm. uh, who's he playing for today? The Rockets. Dylan Brooks might be the oh, greatest yeah. thing ever. But it's it, it's. Yeah, I would I say the difference it, between I view it as like in a... like um, yeah. how we view, view Luca. Mm -hmm. Yet I said Luca. Yes, I got that one through. Um, we view Luca as a biatch. Maybe non-Suns fans view Booker the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could see that easily, yeah. Uh, I'll say Booker does complain about calls sometimes. Not nearly as bad as Luca does. <laughs> I mean, that man... That man, uh, a gentle breeze, can come in from a fan, uh, you know, fr from a ceiling fan in one of the arenas, and he can he can you know look to the ref like he's not doing his job. Um, so I, I, I like the Dylan Brooks uh, comparison a little bit, except I think Dylan's more of a, as you kind of point out, almost like a Draymond Green, just kind of not necessarily dirty. He's a sometimes overly aggressive defender, and that can get under people's skin. I think Booker is a little bit more like Trey Young in that he can put the ball in the basket anytime, any place, and break your heart. And he loves doing it. And I think that's what he likes going into your arena and setting a new arena record on points and then leaving. And he hasn't won the title yet. Uh, so it's a it's easy to just kind of look at him as oh, he spoils our good time sometimes. Trey Young's a talent. Can't deny that. Um he should be on a better team, yes. But, yeah. Um, why is Booker so low in the all-star voting? It's it's just, it's mm -hmm. silly. You know what I mean? It, yeah. 
Yeah, wait, I think boy. there does need to the, you right. know, book needs to talk to his agent a little bit and see what what's the story with this marketing stuff because uh, I think he should be doing a few more uh, commercials and uh, he should be getting promoted a little bit more. I mean, how long do you have to be dating a Kardashian uh, before you can get a little bit more airtime? Uh, you know, but the NFL football fans are, look at Travis Kelsey and just think, "My God, the guy's been dating uh, Taylor Swift for all of ten seconds, and that guy has just gone through the roof." Uh, so you know uh that is we don't have to weigh in on that uh, things ever man how the hell his jersey got sold out by these swifties is just (laughs) oh my lord that's a different topic for a different show let's get into the trade update so uh our own uh local radio uh uh just guru uh, of trade knowledge and sons insiderdom uh, uh gambo says that they are a no on, I believe uh, I see in the notes, Tate, Jason Tate, was that? Uh, and they said no on a Nick Richards from the Hornets. But says the Suns do have interest in a uh, Miles Bridges. And Jake Fisher uh, also says Suns are the most interested team in Bridges. Uh, Gamba reiterates that the Suns are looking for an athletic wing. A lot of people have been talking about the Miles Bridges experience. We did a little bit, uh, was it last week or the week before, uh, where you know we weighed in a little bit. Uh, EJ on PHNX had some interesting takes uh, about second chances and putting people in positions to succeed and, and that he can never really – he can't wash his sins away, but we can see if Miles can become a better man and the community should back him trying to become better. Um, wherever he's at. And then I see some Suns fans are just like, you know what? If you pull in Miles Bridges, I will actively cheer against this team. So what do we think about the uh, Miles Bridges uh, movement right now? Um, oh, once again, geez, I wish I could swear. Um, <laughs> just know, like, I'm I'm a massive fan of second chances. Um, what you, you you look at our issues when we signed Grayson Allen before he started doing Grayson Allen things. Yeah, we we all had a, a preconceived idea of what this guy was going to be. Um, really, come on, there, there's got to be someone else. There has to be. Ah, uh, and the narrative on on Twitter and on socials and stuff is like we we just ousted a previous owner for these kinds of things, mm-hmm. and now we're going to bring in no, not a fan. Okay, I'm still here for it. I'm open to it. The concern I have is again, you got to do your research, obviously, because. Bridges had an issue come up again recently that's going to pull him into court. I think they said in late February. Uh, He's due back in to talk about violation of parole. I mean, this is a guy that is a tremendous talent. He could be a 20 and 10 guy. Um, He's on a very bad team and he's still producing. I don't think that those, I I think those numbers would actually go up uh, on a lot of other teams. I don't think these are empty stats. I don't think they would go up on our team because we have too much offense already. Uh, but I think he would be a great option because as I talked about 
our bench scoring was atrocious this week. I only mentioned one of the games, but you know, if Eric Gordon is hurt or if a Bradley Beal is hurt, uh, you know, our bench of Kata Bates, Diop, Bradley Bates. Well, no, exactly. But my point is, uh, yeah, uh, if you looked at the bench this week, it was Eric Gordon. And that was it. Uh, Josh Akogi, Kata Bates, Diop, um, Drew Eubanks. And you can make the old Chicago Bulls argument of, hey, they never needed Luke Longley to score points. They didn't need, you know, half their guys to score points. Yeah, they're shot out to Australia. Uh, but, uh, you know, they just needed Pippen and Jordan to put the ball in the basket. Yeah, no, I'm out. Uh, you're, you know, Tony Kukoc or Steve Corsio. Nobody ever riots over Jesus. Uh, hey, he's a national son, treasure. Greatest mate. sun setter. Greatest sun center ever. Um, but no, it's that's uh, an even worse I call, think, but yeah, okay. The uh I think what, what I'm getting at is with the Suns, we gotta have some some more threats out there. Kata Bates Diop getting close to 15 to 20 minutes a game, Josh Kogi, these guys become I, I'm still waiting to find out what KBD does besides take up space. Uh, Josh Akogi, we know, plays defense. Um, KBD, a good game is a 10-point game uh, in 20 minutes. I mean, it's just – and I get he's he's not your primary, secondary, or even tertiary scorer, but we need some people that can put the ball in the basket or create something for other people to have easier baskets, and we're not getting it right now. So, uh, Miles Bridges, I don't even think you'd necessarily – I think you could bring him in, and all of a sudden – I think then you're stacked one through seven uh, on this team. So I, I, I'm still looking at, you know, we're, we're transitioning here. We, we're not, we're not going to spend a whole lot more time on miles because we've talked about him before deadline is in five days. What else do we need to add? Because I'm open to miles because I know he can get the job done uh, on the court. Uh, he seems like he's obviously a very talented basketball player, but why don't you tell me what you would like to see? What's on your, uh, your February trade deadline wish list. It's it's really annoying at the moment because everything is so um, elaborated. You know, you look at Stephen Adams going to the Rockets when he's injured, the Victor Oladipo, and two or three second rounders. Like, when did this become a thing where we just second rounders, second rounders, second rounders? Um, look, I don't, I don't think there's a massive amount of moves that we can actually make, um, due to well, and it gets worse money. next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, it gets worse next year because um, of the 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 how it's all set up. You won't be able to trade as easily as you can trade right now. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think there's a lot we can do right now. I'm, I'm, okay. And I've been open and honest about this in the past. I'm not that smart when it comes to contracts and money and all the uh, nuances when it comes to that. But, um, yeah, like Joel's saying, um, you don't know Ball, Joel, by the way. Um, if Flex is saying that the Bridges thing is legit, then... In flex, we trust, man. But I, 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 I just don't see anything that we can do. I don't, I don't see any logical movements. Well, uh, the Miles Bridges one seems very logical to me. We have uh, 
trade exceptions that are pretty significant that we can trade for anyone that's trying to get off of a contract. Um, I'm still open to seeing another guard be brought in. I, I know a lot of people saying, hey, you know, what guards are getting playing time right now? Uh, hey, you would you like it. to say? Yeah, I mean, it's just somebody on a small contract that can come in and run a little bit with the, the second team and give you maybe 10 minutes a game to spot. Because the other concern that, you know, we've been really blessed. It sounds weird to say we've been really blessed with good health um, so far in the last, I don't know, 10 weeks um, in the sense yeah. that uh, uh, obviously we didn't start with great health. Beal missing so much time. But Kevin Durant, Booker, Beal are playing a lot of minutes. And, uh, and we, we talked about that, but it's not like, oh, well, is it 30 minutes a game? Is it 32 minutes? No, they're usually closer to 35, 36, 38, uh, 40 minute games they've been playing. Um, so, I mean, it's, I, I don't want to see us get to the playoffs and have a Chris Paul type situation or remember Steve Nash, seven seconds or less. He was doing so much work and then he'd get to the Western conference finals and he's still trying to push through it. But you can see he's half a step slower at that point. Um, so, you know, somebody that can run it a little bit better, I'm open to that. Uh, I'm open for that rim uh, protector that Charles is talking about. Somebody else, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off of Drew Eubanks. Uh, uh, we got penalized. We lost a second-round pick on picking this guy up. He's disappointed me. Uh, you know, I don't know who we could go after. Um, some people are talking about, a, I saw Mark Williams in the chat, uh, but just there's got to be somebody else out there. Nurkic is doing a great job defensively clogging up the paint. But I think another big that's going to be a little more reliable uh, than Drew Eubanks is going to be necessary. You know, a rim runner would be great. Drew's can't really hit that. He does a lot of push shots, not bad at it, but it's just not, you know, he's not a a pick and roll, slam it down type guy. Um, And then so, and then, yeah, an athletic wing. So there's kind of three things on this wish list because honestly, I am ready to gut this entire bench outside of Eric Gordon. Because uh, obviously he's not going to go anywhere on his contract. He's way too valuable to us, even if he shoots a little streaky sometimes. But Yuta, KBD, um, you know, Bull Bull, uh, you know, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, has uh, got you know, a good point. Yeah. Busy is still out there. I, I've been I taking busy under- at this point. Yeah. I don't understand the Eubanks hate, not just from you, just in general. This guy's out there. He, he is trying. You can see. The way he moves his oh, feet. I, come on. I love oh, people that try. I need winners, We're not trying to try to win. We're trying to win. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. I just I butchered that. Either way, we want to win. There, there do no, or do meant. not. There is no try. How about that one? Uh, <laughs> we've got uh it's we've got too many guys on our roster that can't contribute in a meaningful playoff game right now. That's where I'm at. Uh so I'm I'd like to see a few new faces show up. I'm not thinking we need a new starter, but if you can get a Miles Bridges. Uh, for what you know, for his contract, uh, which is not too much money, um, I'm open to it. Um, but I think, yeah, right now, another guard, another big man, and another wing. Because every time I look at that bench, I just think, oh man, that's why Booker and Durant and Beal are playing 38 minutes a game because there's nobody to bring in. And so, I, uh, you know, you can have just about anyone outside of our top six for the right price uh, right now. That's where I'm at. That's what I want to see James Jones do. We need to, you know, get some fresh blood in here because I just, I, I don't have any confidence that a KBD is going to be able to step it up by then. And, and, and we're going to need more than six guys in the playoffs um, because yeah. there will be this Western conference is way too deep that I don't want to have to see 
Durant, Booker, and Beal all playing 45 minutes a game and then get trapped down into a six, seven game series because that's going to wear them down. And it's, it's going to be hurt. very hard. Yeah. Especially if we have to go to Dallas and play uh, in the altitude. So that's my concern. Dallas. Get some guys that can give us, or Denver. Dallas. Uh, yeah, let's go, Denver. Uh, Dallas is only uh, nice when you get so high up, you're on top of Luca's mom. Yeah, save. Um, I don't know if that made sense at all. We'll go with that. Uh, let's let's finish up. Let's go to Q4, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth quarter. You know what that means. This is where the oh, suns start oh. to hemorrhage points. Just kidding, everybody. But let's talk about the week, the upcoming week, Ammo. We're starting off tomorrow night on the road to wrap up our, uh, uh, yeah, our road trip, uh, East Coast road trip with a battle in the nation's capital, heading out to D.C. to take on the Wizards. Then after that, Tuesday night, a couple nights later, uh, we actually get to be home in Phoenix where the great Milwaukee Bucks, Dane Time, and Giannis will be visiting us in the Valley. And then Thursday, before the trade deadline, right? Uh, Or no, that will be trade deadline day. Yes. Uh, we have the Utah Jazz stopping by to say, hello, how are you? Uh, Lori Markinen bring in his team. Uh, that'll be an interesting one. I wonder if the Jazz are looking to be sellers. I think they are because, uh, oh gosh, was it Danny Ainge, right? Danny Ainge, yeah, general manager of the uh, Jazz. I, I've mentioned this before, like the Jazz have over uh, – they, they, they've done better than expectations, um, uh, I think. Oh, and yeah. So the whole idea of tanking and doing that Oklahoma City Thunder like rebuild with just a ton of very high first-round draft picks. first-round picks right. until um, 2030. I think that's what Danny wants to do. That's kind of what he did in Boston. Uh, he, and he wants to just re- destroy people on the trade deadlines. Uh, so I could see him getting a whole bunch of first for a Lori marketing. I can see the jazz being big time sellers, uh, especially around there. So that, that team might, uh, we might not be looking at full compliments because the Suns might be shipping some guys out then too. But so again, to reiterate the wizards, the bucks, the jazz, break it down for us. Hamill. Um, Muff, the wizards, they're nothing. The bucks What's is going to be What's a Muff very the wizards. Uh, it's me being PG and not swearing. All right. Um, <laughs> um yeah wizards who cares it'll probably it'll probably be one of our worst games because it's a, a crappy team and we suck against crappy teams uh the bucks i'm i'm really looking forward to watching that game eh? i really am um you want to say hola que pasa to tiempo de sons we got the spaniards in the house oh hola Hola. Te amo. Te amo. Um, <laughs> I just, look, just keep yeah. saying hola. It's, it's going to cut through. It's gonna... <laughs> I said hola. And then no, te I amo. know. You're like, hola. Uh, hola. <laughs> like it's uh, a, that's all you got. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Don't worry. Te amo. Uh, pero mi amo. Yeah, I just Wait. said I love you, dog. But yeah, um, very good. This Ola, that's a stamp of these. Very good. This Ola, <laughs> hey, they're very good at English. So you know, uh, 
you know, they, they, I like to think our little show has been really uniting the countries of the world slowly but surely. Uh, oh, gotta love Sun's Planet. Yeah, but, look, uh, it, sorry, uh, we're going. Yeah, you were you were talking. You were going to talk about your excitement to see the Milwaukee Bucks game. Dame time, Giannis I am. against I mean, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty keen because I think that could be the um that could be the finals matchup. Could be. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm very keen to watch that one, but. Sun's going to do sun things, man. You don't know what's going to happen. So I hope for the best. I hope we, we have all of them, but we'll probably drop one. We always okay. do. And what about the Jazz? You mentioned them real briefly. Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, no. I I expect that to be a um, an easy game, not like the Wizards where we're going to walk over them, but... Um, Wizard almost beat us last time. Yeah, I know, and that's what that I'm was saying. A, that was a different Against era. Crappy teams. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah that's we, a good point. We tend to drop off. Um, the Wizard, uh, sorry, the Jazz is going to be a bit more of a an actual challenge. So I think we will um, win that one, but it's going to be tough. Definitely mm-hmm. going to be tough. Well, I, I'm agreeing with you then. I'm leaning towards a two-in-one week, and I'd be happy if we got that, uh, although I do really want to win that Bucks game as well, of course. Let's make it a 3-0 and week, but that, that gives you the idea of where I think that loss is coming from. Wizards team, uh, we're not right up against the trade deadline, so it might be the full complement of Wizards that we're going to be looking at. Um, you know, those guys, uh, the, the, you know, it's the team might be trying to tank, but the players don't, right? You know, they're playing for their next contract. They're playing so that somebody says, hey, that guy – produces no matter what the situation is let's roll out some money for him so you got to keep in mind that these guys always tend to fight i think it's usually in that latter third of the season after the trade deadline where some guys start to think you know what sounds great um uh, cancun right about now and i'll just you know punch uh punch in punch out on the basketball court but until the trade deadline's over i think you still got guys fighting pretty hard for it so i expect a competitive game but I hope the Suns can pull that one off by uh, double digits. Bucks going to be a hell of a game to watch. Love this in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let's see what we can do. You know, uh, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis, Dame uh, against our big three against Nurkic. Uh, let's see how Nurkic can handle Giannis. Um, that'll be an interesting deal. Of course, DA did decently, would, I think, uh, at Nerf times. On, but, yeah. Would you put oh, on, on Giannis? Are we going to put – do you put Nurkic on him? I'll put KD on him. Yeah, I suppose you could. But at some point, Giannis is going to drive down and Nurk is going to be there because you're going to want your 290-pound guy to try and block out their yeah, guy from not jam- the old, jamming it in. Do the old uh, Detroit Pistons, you old bad boys, tap, tap. Yes. Uh, now, that's a good point. Actually, I could see, though, uh, Kevin Durant going after Brooke because they tend to put Brooke Lopez out on the perimeter a lot to shoot threes. Um, But you're right. I I think uh, Nurk would have a hard time if Giannis is taking it up to the top of the key and driving. Uh, So that'll be interesting how we, how we go after that. Might see some Chimezi Metu uh, thrown out there to try and put a body on him. See some Metu out there. You know, I would be terrified if Drew Eubanks or, Oh, if Bull Bull has to go out there, Bull Bull finally back at practice, trying to get his win back. He said, he said he is ready. 
I am not here for it. Uh, <laughs> but then we'll go up against the Jazz team that my current prediction is they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline, and I think we're going to be seeing a bit of a shell of a Jazz team as they look to Ooh. really invest a little bit more in their rebuild because they're not – let's be honest. The Jazz are not competitive enough to win – to go even deep in the playoffs. Uh, so – I expect that they'll try and push down more, even though they've been, you know, winning, winning some games. And and, and I, I give this example before when the Suns had, I think it was Goran Dragic and Eric Bledsoe. And was it the same year we had Isaiah Thomas? We tried the triple headed dragon, uh, but we went, I think we went 40 and 42, if I'm ah, not mistaken. We just missed the playoffs. And it was interesting because what we were trying to do is obviously develop some talent, but get some draft picks. And of course, you either are competing for a title in this league or you're competing for the next chance at uh, the next top talent. If you're caught in the middle there with guys that aren't quite good enough to get you deep run chances, well, you're not going to get a good enough draft pick that's going to make that difference either. So um, that's why I think the Jazz will be trying to see something uh, done about that. So, hey, look at this. I'm running an efficient pod. Uh, just under an hour 10, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, I want to re-shout out. Well. Check it out in the chat. Uh, bright side of the night. Uh, bright, yeah, bright side night. Uh, Dave King, bright side night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, be sure to go and contribute to that. I'll be doing that uh, later. Uh, I've got a one-year-old birthday party to go celebrate, though. What else you got going on today, Hamill? You're kidding. One. No, that, that's why I thought everyone was like freaking out. They could probably hear all the things going on behind me. That's not your. She not one yet. No, it's just some some child that I met across the street. That oh. I was like, I'm going to go to your birthday. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> no, it is my little girl. Uh, so uh, Really? Yeah. One already? That's, I know, right? I know. It, it happens. Ah, 365 days of, uh, of lineage getting built up just below these eyes. So I'm starting to look like my, my dad used to. Now I understand why my dad was always so tired. Uh, <laughs> it all no, seriously makes sense. That, that is that sense. is incredible, man. I hope you enjoy that. That's no, absolutely. Oh, I'm blown out uh, that that's a year already. Far out. I know, right? Um, that's a really good point. Yeah, no, it's uh February of last year, so yeah. Uh, gosh, just think at that time we had Kevin Durant join Devin Booker, and then uh, we had Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. And man, I thought we were gonna go do things. I was in um. Uh, aptly named, I was uh, in a place off the coast of a, uh, Australia called Hamilton Island, and um, they named it after you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was there, and I woke up, and I was way hungover, obviously, because I'm Aussie, and I seen the Mikhail Bridges, Kevin Durant trade. And my missus took a photo of me. I'm sitting there on the end, edge of the bed. You know, like Kevin Durant's my favorite player. Um, always has been. And like I'm sitting there and I, I was just so devastated about losing Mikhail. I really was. Right? I was <laughs> that was the most and, uncomfortable and, thing and to be it, like, oh my God, one of the greatest ever. But I'm losing my best friend. I'm losing Mikhail. Far <laughs> yeah. out. But uh, no, yeah. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to our main man, uh, Sandra Stunks. Um, he couldn't be with us today; he's uh, busy. 
But um, can't wait to have you back on here, bro, and uh, talk some sounds with us. So, absolutely, yeah. you're back soon. And uh, uh, that your, your story about uh, Mikhail just uh, reminded me real briefly of another Dave King story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. Maybe some of you know, uh, remember it in the chat. But there was a specific press conference of Mikhail Bridges sitting next to DeAndre Ayton. I think it was media availability day to kick off the season a couple years back. And uh, Dave King said something and he called DeAndre Ayton by the wrong name. I don't know if it was DeAndre Jordan or if he just like flat out said like, hey, Luca oh, or something like that. Jordan. But Dave was so in his head and he said like, uh, you know, this question's for DeAndre Jordan or something. And and you see Ayton is like unfazed. He's just like kind of locked in. And Mikhail goes, oh. And he like leans his head on on Aiton and uh, and I, from what I heard, Dave King was extremely embarrassed about it. But obviously, everyone knew like what he meant. Um, so just another fun like Mikhail had the way of just like talk about the kind of guy you always want in your corner. I remember watching the pre games with those guys, and you'd think, okay, playoff game, and he'd be sitting there dancing uh, with like a broom or something, and you just knew that the vibe. You know, nobody was getting stressed out. That like, energy broke, man. Yeah. Nobody was going to be too nervous, except for maybe campaign, because uh, we certainly saw those moments, too. So, oh, all right, Suns fans. He knew he was going to get traded. Oh, poor Cam. Uh, all right, Planeteers, we appreciate you hanging in there with Hamlin and I uh, this morning, uh, this evening, or this afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world. We've got uh, feelers out. Hopefully, we can visit our, our son's friends in Germany and Mexico soon. Still waiting for some uh, some confirmation, some DMs back from some Suns fans in those areas. So uh, we'll continue to build Sparrow the planet up. And uh, let's leave you with perhaps Hamill and I's favorite part of the show. Thanks a lot, everybody. Love it. Here on their home court. Here's Perry. The guard heard. Here's the jump shot. Good. It's good. Al McCoy with you. Court side. Comes up a three. Shoots He ties it. Tim up here. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah. I know it's a long That pretty much wraps things up here. And uh, for one last time, this is Al McCoy saying thanks for being there. Thanks for being with us tonight. And from the Footprint Center here in downtown Phoenix, we'll just say so long for now. Good night, Australia. Good morning, Al. Forgot to say that.